This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. Time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Turn Up Tuesday. We're days away from the AFC Championship game. Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs, 3 o'clock kickoff. Sunday at MT Bank Stadium, Ravens three and a half point favorites in that game. Our coverage starts at 12 o'clock. Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show brought to you by Rice Mirtha Pesaurus. Live from Brew Brothers, Horseshoe Casino. Me, Ken Wyman, got you covered. First hour, then it's Vinny, it's Tim Barbalice, it's Mike Preston, it's Cordell. Melissa Kim joins us in our portion of the show. Jeremy Kahn. I mean, now we're, what, 60 minutes from the Super Bowl? Yep. All hands of Rob Long, all hands on deck, baby. Getting you ready for the possibility of the Ravens going to a Super Bowl 58. Jason Lockham for his take in the 1 o'clock hour. But let's talk about John Harbaugh yesterday talking to the media about Lamar Jackson and in particular what Lamar said to the team during that 10-10 tie at halftime against Houston. I saw the way it was described. It wasn't like that. He was locked in. He was determined, and he kind of said some things, and so let's go. You know, it's, this is this is not the way it needs to be played, and we're better than that. And let's go take care of business. Is basically what he said. I think someone said it was profanity laced or something. You know, uh, yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it's like you're imagining it. Honestly, I mean, I don't remember it that way, because he's not. He's just not that kind of guy. He doesn't really talk like that. But no, it was. It was. It was. It was great. Uh, Harb's covering up for him. You know, or like, maybe he didn't really hear it, like you said. The like coaches, the coaches, they yeah, have their the, own the coaches, business to deal yeah. with. Because there's there's only 12 minutes. There's not a lot of time, and I'm guessing Lamar did it soon as the players came in, because what I said yesterday was the coaches when they come up, they go into their own room and they're talking. Offensive coaches are talking, defensive to- coaches are talking. You know, and Harbs maybe is with one or the other, and then they're getting okay. Here, what you guys see? What you guys see? And then they coming out with okay. Here's what, how we're going to attack them in the second half. And, and then, boom, you know, so there is not a lot of time. So I'm guessing if Lamar did it, it was in the first minute that everybody came in. Now, getting ahead to Sunday's game against Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes is in town. He's played in Baltimore before, as Vinny said. He has mentioned that Baltimore can be pretty loud. You got to go to the uh, hand signals to execute your offensive play calling. But we look at all the brilliance that Mahomes brings with the arm talent and the touchdowns and the MVPs. He's been sacked 27 times this year, none through two games in the postseason. And here's John Harbaugh talking about what makes him so hard to bring down. Yeah, he's just got a great pocket presence. You know, I think he sees the field and he sees, he feels the pocket. You know, he must have, you know, antenna that he just kind of senses all that. Like your car, you know, it's got all the sensors. It starts beeping when guys get close. Must be that way for him. 
because he kind of senses uh -huh. the pressure and he's able to just move right. around and get Kazoom away, and keep his eyes downfield, slip out, all those kind of things. It's what he does. Everybody that watches football knows it. That's just it's his. It's one of his gifts, you know. So we're gonna have to really study it, be good at defending it. I do like our guys' chances. Was that TV show, My Favorite Martian, where the dude's antennas just came out of his head with yeah. Bill Bixby and the guy that played Mr. Hand in Fast Times? But we digress, but to the point to take it seriously since it's football. He does have great pocket presence, and he might not be as explosive a runner as Lamar or the Earl Campbell in a quarterback's body like Josh Allen, but he avoids stuff and has his whole career. Well, he's got phenomenal quickness in the pot like Brady didn't take sacks and he ran five six in the 40 yeah so you know it's just yeah it's just it's it's a gift that he has and he can avoid the he can avoid the rush now yeah he has not been sacked in the playoffs Bob but like in the loss to the Raiders they got him four times Patriots got him three he like towards the end of the season the last three games he was sacked nine times in the last three games so they were getting to him. Um, so, I mean, that that's that's what you got to do. And you know how you do that? The receivers are covered. That's the biggest thing is he, he's got nowhere to go. And what happens a lot of times is, is he, when he's scrambling, then he's able to throw the ball away. But if he's locked in the pocket, then it's kind of, kind of difficult for him. Because, and we'll talk about it at 1245, but I don't think either tackle is very good pass protectors. Either tackle. It's 5880, 105.7 The Pan. Remember, the Ravens led the NFL in sacks this year with 60. It's news from the Nest. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato, Nolan McGraw. John Harbaugh, how challenging is it to face Patrick Mahomes? No question. I mean, you got to factor it in. The fact that he uh, he extends plays, he buys time. He buys time to run sometimes, buys time to throw. He's uh, just a really elusive guy. You'll see him in space sometimes. He'll make guys miss and all that. So, uh, you know, it's just Patrick Mahomes. He's unique. Plays his own brand of football. Been very successful. We'll just have to study him and uh, do our best to try to keep him under wraps. Yeah, and and like I said, I think the best thing is is cover up those receivers, give him nowhere to go, make him pull it down, make him move around. So, I mean, he ad libs and he makes phenomenal plays and he makes wild plays, um, but it's been tougher for him this year just because the receivers. I mean, Scantling, you know, made two phenomenal plays for him this this time. And he's he's been like, where's he been this yeah, season? Little Manos D. Piedros. Yeah, I, I mean, that Bob, that catch he made down the sideline, that was an awesome catch and a, even a better throw. But, you know, it was a great play. It was a great play. And they have not been getting those. Now, Mike McDonald, he's a guy that is sought after, to say the least, possibly as a head coaching candidate in the National Football League. John Harbaugh, Ravens head coach, talks about McDonald being raised with the Ravens way. A lot of great coaches on the staff. They all kind of share this, this particular trait, but, you know, he was here young. You know, he's just out of college. He was very eager and very smart and very motivated and hardworking and all those kind of things. And you could just tell, you know, he had all those kind of traits. I think he's been raised the right way. You know, his parents are incredible people. And so he just got to it, you know, worked hard at it and, and kind of game up through the system. And then with this particular defensive system, you know, he's, he's probably been blessed with the, the opportunity to grow uh, with the same system and then the evolution of the system over the course of the last, what, nine, ten years. And then the talent that he's got, too, helps, you know. And, Bob, you know what I didn't realize is 
Jesse Minner was kind of in the same spot, you know, and they just kind of Minner was in Baltimore and then Mike came back to be the coordinator. And then Minner went to be the coordinator in Michigan. So, you know, if Mike leaves, you think if we're a betting man that Minner comes back and he's a coordinator? Well, based on that scenario, it would probably make sense unless there's an in-house candidate that could be Alabama. Anthony Weaver comes to mind, depending mm-hmm. on whether or not he would get a job. But Matt BK, second-team All-Pro. Yeah. Roquan Hamilton, first-team All-Pros. Clowney's tied his career high with sacks. Van Noy's been outstanding. Brandon Stevens had a breakout year. How about Pierce? Pierce has been kicking ass, Yeah, they're too. not short on talent, to your no. point. And there. they're getting better. I mean, the thing about coaching, and they got a lot of good assistant Patrick coaches, Patrick Queen's too. been outstanding yeah. this year. they got a lot, of, they have a lot of good assistant coaches, too, and that's why the team is getting better. I mean, they're getting better. I, I think... I don't know what you think, Bob, but I thought they played their best defensive game of the season last week. Yeah, when you hold a team that is coming off a performance, well, it was aided by two Flacco pick sixes, that it put up some big numbers and red-hot quarterback. He put up numbers yep. against Indian, a must-win game. To hold them without touchdowns in two games? Yep. Twice? Very, very impressive. And as we've talked about in all in the last couple of days, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Right, John Harbaugh? Looking forward to it. You know, yes, excited for it, for the challenge of it, uh, to go in there uh, with these bunch of guys. I tell the guys all the time, man, it's going to be an honor to take the field with, with you men in this game, this opportunity to, uh, to be side by side with you, with you guys because I just admire them and the way they play. Uh, and it's true of our whole team, not just our defense, but you asked about the defense. It's, it's going to be a massive challenge, but it's going to be one that we, uh, we accept. We couldn't be more excited about and I would think they're feeling pretty good going in. You know, I, I would think they're pretty confident going in that they they know it's going to be a tough game because of Mahomes. I mean, Bob, if if you just looked at Kansas City's offensive roster and take out Mahomes and put in um, Joe Blow, they, they ain't very good at all. I mean, they got a good center and a good left guard. They got a Hall of Fame tight end. You know, but he's not that anymore. Sure. But uh, Mahomes makes that thing tick. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, let's count our money, shall we? At 12.15. Well, it's going to be longer than that. But you get the point by yourself. Talk about the sports subjects of this Turn It Up Tuesday. Mike Golick Jr. from DraftKings will preview the Ravens, Chiefs, and the 49ers and Lions. So stay tuned for that. Then Vinny's going to look a little closer at this Kansas City team talent-wise, how they do match up to the Ravens. I mean, look, Ravens, inch for inch, pound for pound, probably the better team, but, you know, they don't play that thing. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. On paper. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Amy. Mick Ultra. Vinny and Amy. 105.7 The Fan. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Amy. 105.7 The Fed. Championship week. Here on 105.7 The Fed. Here in Baltimore. Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Sunday at 3 o'clock. You can hear it on this radio station. So we got plenty to do. Previewing the first uh, AFC title game played in Baltimore. In 53 years, but right now, let's get selfish, count that cash by ourselves. All right, Bob. The Dow's down 158. The S&P is down $1.31. NASDAQ is down a dollar. DraftKings is up $0.05. Cents. Under Armour's down $0.02. Cents. Pretty flat, really, other than the Dow. Start here in Major League Baseball, where Josh Hader, well, he didn't get the record-setting money for a reliever, but still a pretty nice payday for him. Joined the Astros, five years, $95 million to be specific. And that's one more big domino to fall here this offseason. In a way, feels like the rest of the reliever market was kind of waiting on his free agent decision, sort of like Otani for batters or just superstars in general. Teams are all in on this one big fish, and then they go from there. So with that in mind, Bob, buy or sell, we will see more relievers sign here rapidly over the next few weeks. Well, I'll buy it because, you know, pitchers and catchers are less than a month. They got to get, you know, poop or get off the pot. But relief pitchers, Stevenson just got a ton of dough. Uh, the former uh, Rays reliever, who was at Angels, I believe, signed him. And real quick, Nolan, I think the hater deal, the 95 mil, no deferred money. That's like 95 in five that he's going to get from Houston revisiting. But to answer your question, Yes, I think the fish will be getting plucked out of the pond here in rapid succession and probably, in some cases, making some pretty healthy dough as well. Over to the NFL. Prior to the season, Mike Evans was trying to get a contract extension done with the Buccaneers, really right up until that first week one game. Nothing came of it, leading many to believe that this could be his final year with the organization as they enter sort of a rebuild transition period, but... You fast forward to January, the Bucks won their division. They made a run to the divisional round, exceeding all expectations. 
And now his teammates, Todd Bowles, everyone around that organization, they're echoing the same comments. They want him back. Buy or sell, Vinny, after the success the Bucks had this year, and Evans' extension makes sense for both sides. <clears throat> I, I, would, I would buy that. I would buy it. He had a phenomenal year, and I saw where the GM said that he, he wants him back. We'll go back to baseball here. After having a bounce-back season in 2023, Cody Bellinger is in line for a big payday himself. Not much is known about his market or really which teams he's had serious talks with, but according to Mark Feinsand, the Cubs remain the favorite to keep him in-house on a deal that could end up being north of $200 million in total. We know Chicago can and is willing to spend big money but are you buying or selling that a return to the Cubs is a good fit for Bellinger? Yeah, I'll buy it. I mean, why not? He looked washed. He looked like he was done. Not done as a professional player, but done as like an elite level guy. He was like Dodgers level Bellinger last year. And I believe a certain Bob Haney said, I'd like the Orioles to make a run. But it is what it is. Uh, yes, yeah, staying in Chicago. That's a team that could contend. That division's not a powerhouse division like the ALE. So, come on, man. Take the dough, bro. The Patriots have their new head coach, but still waiting on a GM to handle the personnel and draft side of things. During a radio interview this week, Gerard Mayo said the Pats will be looking to bring in a ton of talent this offseason and, quote, burn some cash. They got quite a bit of it to spend, a lot of cap space. Uh, this past year, New England had maybe the most boring roster in the league. Not much uh, talent on either side of the ball outside of a few players here or there. But, Vinny, are you buying or selling that the Pats will be big spenders this offseason? I'm going to buy it. They got about 80 mil. So I, I think uh, – and the owner's not getting any younger. He wants to win. So I, I think uh, they're, they're going to spend a lot of money. And we'll wrap things up here in the NBA. The trade deadline almost upon us. A few Wizards players could be on the move. Kyle Kuzma signed an extension prior to the season, but the team is more than open to trading him. Their reported asking price, two first-rounders. Uh, the Mavericks, they've had inquiries, but besides that, the stove not too hot yet for Kuzma. Bob, are you buying or selling that the Wizards will have their asking price met? I'm selling that. I mean, look. And first of all, why are you breaking up the team? I mean, they might win 12 games this year. I mean, what are you looking to do here? Great for a football team, terrible for an NBA. Uh, Kuzma stuck around Washington, I guess, because they were the highest team in regards to what they could pay him at that time. Whatever Washington's asking for, they will not get. Kuzma's been, he hasn't been disgruntled. He's from Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. So he's been kind of quiet on that front. I think Tyus Jones might be the most attractive uh, ra uh, Raven wizard to get moved here at the deadline. It won't be Jordan Poole, that's for sure. Whatever they were thinking about doing at the trade deadline, it's not uh, Danilo Gallinari, they traded him, right? Got Marvin Bagley. It's Vinny and Haney, who was once drafted ahead of Luka Doncic, if I'm not mistaken. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. Talk about said championship games. National Football League, Mike Golick Jr. from DraftKings. Vinny's going to look at Kansas City from a personnel perspective, comparing it a little bit to what the Ravens bring to the equation. And then we'll talk Chiefs. Jesse Newell from the KC Star. How's Kansas City looking health-wise? Days away from the AFC Championship game. Three and a half. Uh, point underdogs 
playing here. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Baltimore. Sports 24 7. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Cranking it up to 12. You want it loud, we'll play it loud. Just send your request. Plaza Sport text line, 410-583-1057. A little mega death. That's about as loud as you can get, everybody. Bob Haney, Vinny Serato, Nolan McGraw. It's championship week. Ravens hosting the Chiefs. Sunday at 3 o'clock, Baltimore three-and-a-half-point favorites. You're going to hear that game, 105.7 The Fan. On the NFC side, it's Detroit at San Francisco. Joining us now to preview the title games. Look back a little bit at what happened this weekend in the divisional round from DraftKings. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back to the show Mike Golick Jr. Mike, good afternoon. What's happening? Hey, how are you? Appreciate you having me. All right, let's talk about a couple of the divisional matchups with teams that are no longer here. We'll start in the NFC. If you're Matt LaFleur and you're the Packers, Okay, you're excited about your future now that Jordan Love has established himself as a legit dude in the National Football League. But, Mike, you're still, you know, 40, 48, 72 hours away. Are you still stinging from one that got away against the 49ers Saturday night? Oh, yeah, I absolutely think so. And I think with a young team, it's interesting how they'll internalize that because you know, you talk to guys who have been around the league. When I was a rookie going into training camp with the Steelers, I remember talking to Ramon Foster, who was one of their veteran guards and had come into the league during one of the years the Pittsburgh Steelers had made a deep postseason run to the Super Bowl. And he said, when you have success early, you feel like, oh, well, we'll be back because you haven't been around long enough to see just how difficult it is to make the postseason every year, what it takes health-wise and all the other factors to make a deep run. And so I do think for Matt LaFleur, who's certainly now been around long enough, has been through this with Aaron Rodgers and company and just knows this league, he knows it's never a guarantee that you're going to get to this point. So to be where the Green Bay Packers were and to play the way that they did, yeah, I still think at this point they're feeling like we left meat on the bone here and we're going to have to live with that. Now for Tampa at Detroit, and you know, Baker Mayfield said before the game, after the game, that nobody expected us to be here and they blew out Philly to advance to that round. I guess the question for Tampa, among other things, Mike, is is Baker Mayfield the guy to get them back there next year and maybe a couple of years after that as well? I think Baker's the guy right now, one, because he played pretty well, by and large, for the majority of the season and certainly outperformed expectations. 
but also at the spot they're at right now and given the way that they mortgaged so much of their future financially to go and make that Super Bowl run when Brady was there, they're not really in a position, I think, to go out and swing big at another quarterback that's going to come in and meaningfully change their station while they've got a bunch of other free agents they need to make decisions about. Mike Evans also included in that picture. And so I think Baker Mayfield showed he's good enough to make you a playoff contender right now, provided Jason Light can keep the rest of that roster in the place that it's at right now around him for support. And then you're going to have to figure out that long-term plan as you go. But I think he's earned the right to be your guy for probably the next couple of seasons at a pretty decent number. Hey, Mike, how, how big a loss is it going to be if Debo's not playing for the Niners versus Detroit Sunday? Uh, huge. Uh, I think Debo Samuel, and we've seen this for a lot of the Niners core this season, the stretch where they lost, I believe it was three in a row during the regular season was tied to injuries to some of their key guys. And so much of the versatility in the middle of that offense comes from Debo Samuel and all the different things you can do. And just his toughness. Like I think part of what we saw in that injury is also a guy that does take some shots because of where they ask him to catch the football, how they ask him to play with some of the touches coming out of the backfield. And so optionality has always been huge for the 49ers on any given down. They have so many pieces that you don't know what they're doing because they're capable of so much and losing one as important, tough and versatile as Debo Samuel in a game where the competition is going to continue to go up, right? This Detroit lions team up front is going to be able to get after you. I think in a way similar to the way green Bay's defensive front seven was able to. And so my eyes went to, well, can the 49ers make trouble on the back end where the Detroit Lions are a little bit weaker defensively, losing Debo certainly hurts some of your chances there. Which quarterback do you think will have the better game in that one, Purdy or Goff? Um, I, I would probably lean Jared Goff just because, and now, listen, health around both of them is going to be critical. We mentioned Debo Samuel on that side, but also, you know, what happened with Jonah Jackson uh, on the offensive line for the Detroit Lions, their left guard who went down early in that divisional round matchup, Frank Ragnow, their center's been beat up all year and got rolled up on again in that game. And so I'd say provided they're healthy, I think we've seen Detroit's offensive line against the rush defense for the 49ers is going to have an advantage the way that uh, Jameer Gibbs has played this season. They're going to have that foundation of a solid run game for them to be able to lean off of and create the play action opportunities where Jared has been most effective during his career and certainly most effective in Ben Johnson's offense with the Lions. So I think Jared's going to be in good position to have a quality game because of the protection he's afforded up front, whereas Brock Purdy we saw get bothered by a lot of pressure in the last game against the Green Bay Packers. Hey, Mike, how how big is it going to be if Joe Tooney can't play? Because he he's a, he's a really good player for them. Huge. I, I mean, you look just most recently in this past week, what Joe Tooney was able to do against Ed Oliver completely blanked him on the score sheet in terms of sacks, pressures, anything in that game in the one-on-one matchups that they had next gen stats and some really good stuff on that matchup in particular. And Joe played all pro football this season. The offensive line, especially the interior is supposed to be one of the big strengths that the chiefs have retooled around Mahomes as some of the skill talent has struggled a little bit really outside of Travis Kelsey and Rasheed Rice. So that would be a massive loss going into a game where you're also facing the best defense in pro football. So anything less than their best, quite frankly, is going to put them at a huge disadvantage. And Joe Tooney would be a definite, uh, huge minus if that was the case. Now, Mike, you being an old lineman now, talk to us about how it would be to play old line if your pack is messed up. So I'm guessing, you know, if he's got a strained pack or, you know, how however bad it is, he'll have some kind of brace. So talk about how difficult it would play be to play old line if 
you know, you can't move your arm out? Yeah, so uh, it's it's a great question because most of what happens when things are going well on the O-line are linear, right? When you're driving guys off the ball, when you're rock solid in pass protection and you're getting on guys and you're dictating the terms early. But the best trait for an offensive lineman, and I think something that defines the position is, how you adjust when things go wrong. How do you recover when you get off balance or when a defender gets on your edge? And a lot of that is certainly your ability to keep your lower body in front of guys, but it's also your ability to latch on with your upper body. It's something natural that happens. It's why everyone says you could call holding on every play because when you do it right and you get your grip in on a guy on the inside on his chest plate, you get that control. And so anytime he gets that tug on that, especially going in the direction of that peck where you're using all the muscles in there to try and control a guy, he's going to struggle with that now. And so you do worry about, especially for a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, who does so much of his best work when the play starts to break down, when he's holding the ball a little bit longer, when that clock keeps going for the pass protection on offense, that's when that ability to stabilize and recover becomes paramount. And that could certainly hurt Joe Tooney if that's the case. Now, um, when you look at Ronnie Stan, I don't know if you – did you play with Ronnie? I didn't play with Ronnie, but I played right – he was like a redshirt freshman when I got there. So I know I know Ronnie very well. Okay. Like, what I – last week I thought it was his best game of the season. Maybe it's his health or whatever because otherwise he hadn't been able to put that foot in the ground and anchor or do any of that. What, what have you thought of Ronnie's season? Yeah, I thought the same thing. It's been a real shame to see the way injury has really robbed Ronnie uh, of – what I thought was a stretch where I was expecting him to play his best football after he signed that contract. I mean, leading up to that in the prior years, Ronnie had been playing all pro ball without the recognition. And then finally, thankfully got it contractually before the injury hit, but you can just see the amount of injuries over time has added up on just what you described. It's Ronnie's ability to anchor. And he's always been such a naturally strong guy in addition to being a great technician. So I think the way they've approached the tackle situations for a lot of this season, doing that rotation, getting multiple guys in there, trying to make sure he's not taking a full game's worth of reps. And then obviously the first round buy that comes with being the one seed was a huge benefit for Ronnie, was a huge benefit for, uh, for Kyle Hamilton in the back end defensively. And so I think that's why he probably was a little bit more fresh in that outing there. Now it's going to be, all right, now that you're back to playing in back-to-back weeks, What's that recovery process like once you get into this week because you don't have that full extra amount of time to rehab, to get off of it, to do the things that I'm sure help them recover? Mike Golick Jr. joining us, Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Mike, last thing for you. The key in each championship game for the winning team will be what? Obviously, more than just scoring more than the other team there. Yeah, no, I, I think the key, if Kansas City is going to beat Baltimore, it's going to be what do they decide to take away from Baltimore's offense? They can do so much, but for me it starts in the run game with Lamar Jackson, and I think you've got to make that decision. Lamar's not going to be the one to beat us. We saw what that looked like last weekend when you let him run wild, especially with his feet. Uh, and on the other side, if Baltimore is going to win, I do think it's going to be about taking Mahomes down and pressuring him quietly this season because of some of the offensive tackle issues Kansas City had. The biggest drop-off from pass in terms of passer rating when a quarterback was not pressured versus pressured, that was Jared Goff, which isn't super surprising. He's kind of a statue in the pocket. But the third biggest drop-off was Mahomes. And, but pressure was able to affect him more this year than ever. It's why I think you saw them really batten down the hatches last round and go a lot of multiple tight end personnel to try and give him a little bit more added help on those edges, especially in keeping rushers off. So their ability to get to him would be huge for that Baltimore defense. 
that's been such a monster. On the other side, I do think it's going to be, conversely, can the 49ers do a better job of protecting Brock Purdy and staying ahead of the chains against this Lions defense that's pretty stout up front because we saw pressure bother Brock a lot the week before. And then I think for the Detroit Lions, how many ways can you get Sam Laporta and Jameer Gibbs the ball seems to be the goal right now. They were sensational in that divisional round game. They've been sensational really the whole back half of the season. And even against the 49ers defense that's got plenty of great players in that linebacker room right now, it's going to be great on great. And I think that battle is going to go a long way in deciding the outcome. Mike, tell everybody what's happening with DraftKings. Yeah, uh, we've got Gojo and Golik, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday on the DraftKingsNetwork.com, their YouTube channel. You can also catch us on their fast channel on Samsung TV Plus and Roku. We're going to head out to the Super Bowl and be out in Vegas all week at Radio Row. And if anyone's taking a vacation to Chicago this weekend, I'm going to be at the DK Sportsbook in Wrigleyville watching the games, watching the championship games, hanging out at the book there and having some fun. So looking forward to it. We're having a good time. Mike Golick, Jr. Mike, appreciate the time. Enjoy championship weekend. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yep. it. You got it. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. And I need to correct myself. Kyle Kuzma's from Detroit. Flint, Michigan, not Chicago. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny's going to look at the Chiefs personnel-wise versus Baltimore. Stay tuned for that. NFL lunch. We have Jesse Newell from the KC Star coming up at 1 o'clock. You want to join us? Get in here. 410-583-1057. Predictions for the championship game. Ravens, three and a half point favorites over the Chiefs. Vinny and Haney. Put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 1057 The Fan. It's not a simple answer. It's going to take a scheme. It's going to take all 11 of guys buying into that scheme and doing it play after play after play. Mahomes is an incredible talent. There's nobody like him. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan Ravens linebacker Kyle Van Noy on the Pat McAfee Show talks about the challenges of slowing down Patrick Mahomes. And Vinny, if you look at his regular season numbers, they're not Mahomes MVP normal annual performance stuff. Quarterback rating still over 90, but below 114 picks. And as we just heard Mike Golick Jr. say, I mean, when he gets pressured, he tends to not be so Superman-like, at least this year anyway. Well, the the problem, you know, when he does get pressured is he doesn't have those guys running free. And, and that's what, you know, Kyle is talking about, about all 11. When he starts scrambling around, you can't, you know, in the back end, you can't turn your guy loose. And then you got to keep him corralled. It's it's kind of like, you know, you got to stay in your lanes. You got to get pressure, especially if you can get pressure up the middle. You know, you don't give him that exit route. So, yeah, Michael have a plan. And I'm sure there'll be blitzing involved. But the secondary, the secondary is going to have to play a really good game and they're going to have to stick to their guys. What do you think are some interesting tidbits about this Chiefs team heading into the matchup on Sunday? Well, I think, Bob, the offensive line, I don't think in kind of um, um, what we just heard from Golick, Mike Golick was the tackles. Bob, neither, neither one of the tackles, uh, Donovan Smith or Jawan Taylor, I, I don't think either one is very good pass protectors. So I think Vanoy and Clowney, both will have chance to have success there. Now, if Tooney's playing and he's healthy 
Matabike is going to have that'll be his tough cha- toughest probably challenge of the year going against him because he's a really good player. But if he's only fifty percent, then advantage Matabike. Now Humphrey, the the center, he's good and kind of the same type of thing. The right guard, uh, Trey Smith, he he's not too bad either. So their two guards and their center are their strengths. The two tackles are their weakness in pass protection. You know, and and I think what Michael do McDonald, I think he'll he'll do some stunting and twisting, and trying to take advantage of those. And then what they'll do too, Bob, I think they'll bring they'll bring those corners off the edge uh, to try to get pressure, especially from the outside. Now, the other thing about Kansas City, like defensively, Bob, and I just wrote it down, and and they're not great. I mean, Buffalo rushed for 182 yards. And when you look at their de- defense, like their left defensive end, Karloftis, he's 6'4", 263. Um, their right defensive end, Mike Dana, is 6'2", 251. Their inside linebackers, Willie Gay's 243. Nick Bolton's 5'11", 237. Now they have two big guys at the tackles. Uh, Derek Nandi, number 91, he's 6'1", 317. And Chris Jones is 310. So they have two big guys at the tackle, but they're built for speed the way I kind of see it. They're hard to run east-west because they can run. Their linebackers have a hard time getting off of blocks. That's why most of Buffalo's runs, Bob, right at them. That's why I was asking, you know, uh, about Gus Bus because north-south, there, mm-hmm. there, there'll be a lot of inside running, in my opinion, because the linebackers are really good fast flow. And the other thing with the Chiefs' defense, they react quickly. So, you know, you give them, like, a fake right or whatever. They're going to move quick. And a lot of the runs inside for Buffalo were, like, quick cutback, like zone runs, cutback kind of thing. So I can see reverses and some of those types of things. Any misdirection type stuff, I I think will be good against the Chiefs. Their secondary is really good, Bob, I think. I I. You know, I mean, their corners are real good. Their safeties are aggressive. They don't. Are, the Ravens receivers, this will be their toughest game. They're going to have to work their ass off to get open. And they're going to have to work to get open. And if they can get some separation and get open, that's going to be huge. Because if Lamar scrambling run, now this is the second best sack team in the league. So they've got a chance to get some pressure. But the thing with their D-line, Bob, is like, They don't get off blocks that good in the run stuff, I don't think. You know, so you can make some running stuff. And their D-line doesn't play fast like the Ravens do and all over the place. Chris Jones, if you stop him, he'll stop and watch. He ain't chasing. Okay. Very rarely is he going to chase. And he plays 68% of the time. I think he has to play too much. And he'll he'll play over the center. He'll play over the guard. He'll play over the tackle. They'll move him around. And I don't, he had three tackles, you know, in this last game. They didn't have any sacks. But if you double him up front and he's not going to cross face and try to run down the running back or anything, he, he has 30 tackles for the year. Ten and a half sacks, but he has 30 tackles. He doesn't make a, a bunch. So defensively, I like their defense because they're really fast. But the run the, that that's where I saw you got to attack him. You got to attack right at him in the run stuff. The wide stuff is to me is not good because they're so fast. 
and the corners. They're going to line up in your face, Bob, and they're going to play man coverage or they're going to play uh, cover two, two deep, man under, and they're going to run with you. And I think that's why Josh Allen rushed for 72 yards. And, and if he rushes for 72, you know, just think of, you know, I can see, I can envision Lamar because they didn't do anything different to try to stop Allen and his running. And, you know, probably the two best running quarterbacks are facing them back to back. So may, maybe they feel good, but they don't have a spy. They don't have anybody like their linebackers can run because they're smaller guys. Speedy and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Jesse Newell covers the Chiefs for the KC Stars. Going to join us for NFL Lunch. Coming up here in a matter of minutes, if you want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. We'll look at the championship games, the spreads, the times, and all of the fun stuff that goes along with it. Remember, you can hear the AFC Championship game this Sunday, 3 o'clock kickoff, M&T Bank Stadium. 105.7 The Fan. Our coverage starts at 12 with the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show. Live from Brew Brothers, Horseshoe Casino. It's me and Ken Wyman, hour number one. Then it's Vinny. It's Tim Barbalace. It's Mike Preston. Melissa Kim and Jason Lockafor, part of me and Ken's hour. And then you have Cordell Woodland and Jeremy Kahn and Rob Long. Everybody getting involved. You have the doc with the update on the health status. So we got you covered in a big, big way leading into kickoff here on 105.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 